0: As he often does, Epictetus uh, put it well and succinctly is saying it's impossible for a person to begin to learn what he thinks he already knows. And I think, you know, this topic was a, a good reminder of like, hey, you know, we need to invest in ourselves and, you know, broaden our you know, skill set because we never know when uh, we're going to be called upon to mentally or physically you know, be our best self.
1: Welcome to the WFO Life Podcast. Buckle up for interviews, insights, and practical discussions, and the occasional intellectual oddity, all designed to help you master self, master craft, and accomplish any life mission.
0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the WFO Life Podcast. will start off with a little reading to uh, kick off this e- episode. The spontaneous things in life have the longest history. What we do in an emergency usually reveals who we are at rock bottom. By our thoughts and habits over the years, we have been unconsciously determining our conduct in that particular situation. When Daniel Webster made his famous reply to Hain in Congress, the emergency merely called out in Webster what his thought and reading had been storing up for years. The speech, seemingly so spontaneous, had a long preparation. Habit makes us what we are. Every act and every thought grooves the path which we shall take when the emergency leaps out from the ambush upon us. For this reason, it is critical for us to prepare for the event before it arrives. It's too late to get insurance when the house is afire. So, uh, that was something uh, I came across this week. Just in my normal uh, daily readings, and you know, Dr. Curtis and I like to uh, do episodes like this occasionally, where you know, something that just strikes us, um, and we want to share it uh, with you all because we, we think it'll make an impact. So, so Dr. Curtis, what do you think uh, when when you hear that? So, how we act in an emergency is who we are. What, what what comes to mind when you hear that?
1: Well, first off, the first thing I was thinking about was Rex Howes, a, a guest we had had on many, many episodes back. And one of the things he had mentioned was how our thoughts are become, it starts with our thoughts, but our thoughts become our actions. Our actions become our habits. And then our habits, of course, become our life or our destiny. And when I hear this, it's a good reminder and a nice short reading that reminds us that the Things that we do, the actions and the thoughts that we have every single day become habits that become our default mode of behavior so that when something happens, let as the author said, an emergency arises, we have we will fall back to a default and mm-hmm. a default behavior. And I think that's a very, very strong reminder to be careful what type of habits we're forming.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there's been so many books over the years that, that unpack this in a lot more detail. Like I think the Malcolm Gladwell book, Blink, talked about it where, you know, you, you essentially your subconscious is part of this, right? Like all those things you've done, all the experiences you've had, when it comes to a spur of the moment thing – you know, all the the code is so is somewhat in there. I mean, not that you can't, you know, shift on a moment's notice and, and you know act differently. But generally speaking, when emergent things happen, um, you know, it's kind of built into us. You know, and, and it's not so much the DNA, but it's like the DNA we've built, you know, in our subconscious about how we deal with things. And I think there's a lot of military examples, and I'm sure examples, especially you uh, practicing in emergency medicine, where, I mean, you kind of have to have a lot of procedures down um, and know what you're going to do ahead of time to, I guess, build in some quality in the outcome, if that makes sense.
1: Well, and also there's sport analogies to it as well. When you look at some of the books that have talked about how you become an expert at a sport in the, the 10,000 reps that you need. There's mm-hmm. a certain amount of muscle memory and groove that has to happen in the neurologic circuitry of your brain. And one of the things that happens, you know, learning, the the, the brain doesn't want to hold and be constantly thinking of every action. It wants to form patterns like subroutines, if you will. So that whenever a given situation arises, like you said, an emergency situation, or maybe uh driving is a good example when you're driving, you have you know you can you can sort of drive along on brainstem quite a bit based on habits your 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 body already becoming accustomed to the movement and the reaction timing and everything that has to go on when you're driving. Uh, And so you don't have to actively think, you know, hands on 10 and two foot Mm is, you know, three quarters of a pedal. You know, there's all these things that we have built into as subroutines, including walking, talking and chewing and everything like that. So it it is uh, definitely behooves us to be careful of the bigger habits that we shape, form and use
0: yeah the the four things I think that came to mind you know after I was thinking about this a little bit more uh after I read it was you know there's physical aspects to it, you know how we prepare ourselves physically and take care of ourselves physically uh, emotional spiritual and and moral and you know I know one of the things in military training and in in life what I've you know noticed is when we become tired or if you're under duress. Um, you know, sometimes that can be the best or the worst of us, depending on, you know, everything we've done up, at, up to that point to prepare, you know, so obviously the military examples that we're exposed to in training. And then we see in reality is like, if you're tired, if you're cold, if you're, you know, afraid, if you have some other kind of type of friction, you know, going on, um, you know, as we would call it, like, if you don't have you know, the code built in there, to deal with it, then, you know, depending on what kind of person you are, uh, it's kind of, you know, like, like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get, which you don't want to, you know, play that when it comes to, you know, situations, uh, not even just physically life and death, but just, you know, moral challenges, right? If you haven't, Decided before you're presented with something, you know, ethically or morally, how you're going to react. You know, sometimes you can be peer pressured or, you know, heat of the moment. You know, make decisions that, uh, you know, as we've seen in history and and you know, on the news and in politics, somebody makes a dumb decision. Because they haven't, you know, thought through that. Like, hey, if I'm offered a bribe, or, you know, if I have the opportunity to, you know, cheat on my significant other. Like, if you don't have those things wired in as kind of like go/no go no-go criteria, as we'd say in the military, you know, you don't want to keep those things up for chance. So right. uh, that, that that's something else I took out of this. So,
1: yeah, three things that jump out at me are the concept of preparation or preparedness. You know, you want, you know, life is going to throw all kinds of curveballs. Some of them are emergencies. Some of them are just unexpected. It doesn't always have to be a negative thing like a, a catastrophe, but you, you're you going to come across unexpected situations in the preparation of thought, uh, your physical being, uh, and of course your, your mind as far as what you're prepared to deal with either from a technical perspective Uh, or from a, you know, emotional perspective, I think is key. Second major thing, this is a big reminder to take right action on a day-to-day basis. Taking the right action, in my mind, means making a daily habit of making good choices. And sometimes that means, I think, making the harder choice. Like you mentioned physical. So you can make the choice to say, instead of watching Netflix and gelling I'm gonna go ahead and hit the gym or I'm gonna go for my run. Well, it's cold outside, I don't feel like it, I'm tired. But if you push through, take that right action, the body is somewhat stronger at that point and it's a little easier to do hard things in the future. The last thing that I was thinking was the idea of the concept of daily work. To have good habits, well, that's constant refinement. This is constantly improving oneself, and that requires daily work, just like the exercise analogy. You, you don't get in shape with one exercise a week. You get in shape with several actions we, day after day after day. And I think preparing, having the mindset that every day and everything you do, you're going to try to take right action, and then understanding that daily work, daily action is required to build those long-term habits – that we can be proud of when the chips are down.
0: Yeah. I mean, all that is, uh, you know, similar to to what I pulled out of it and there's just so many, uh, it's cool when you come across, um, well, I mean, this example of, of me coming across this and us talking about it, I think was a result of a, you know, a good daily routine that, you know, it's taken a long time for me to get on the path, so to speak. But, you know, not every day do I, you know, come across something that I'm like, Oh, I really want to, you know, unpack that or talk about it. But just the fact that I'm, you know, trying to read, you know, some things daily that mix kind of my, uh, you know, mental, physical, spiritual, um, I guess, endeavors, um, you know, sometimes you come across a, a gem of sorts, and I think we, you know it might be a cliched you know phrase either from uh, religious or military teaching, but you know something you said made me remind or made me think of it was, you know, choosing the harder right versus the easier wrong daily. And, you know, I think that, you know, comes into play in a ton of different, you know, uh, aspects. You mentioned, you know, the physical thing you can, you know, the easier wrong thing to do is just like, you know, eat some more Cheetos and, you know, stay on the couch <laughs> with Netflix. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot harder to go out in the heat or the cold or, um, you know, go to the treadmill or, or what have you. But, you know, over time you know, that is going to put some money in the bank, so to speak. And you're going to be glad that you did that when, you know, as you age or, you know, God forbid you have some situation come up where you have to, you know, lift somebody else up out of the water or, you know, you can think about, I can think about a bunch of different, you know, examples in, in my life where if I wouldn't have been, you know, in good shape and in a sound mind, I guess, and staying calm in a crisis situation, you know, things could have been a lot worse, so.
1: Yeah, I love these topics like this, Chris. Too. So I, I've actually got about two or three of these that I've been putting in our side notes. You know, just for future reference. I like this short, tight uh, message because they're you know they're easy to reflect on. They're easy to take action on, and it's a very strong reminder. So I appreciate you bringing this one up.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think one of the last bullets that I jotted down was you know sometimes when when we just take a moment to to think about things like this. I mean, it's preparing us for a moment of truth, so to speak, that we can't even comprehend when it's going to come. You know, it could be in business. It could be in a relationship. It could be, you know, in some physical situation. You know, so I think that that's the problem sometimes in our, you know, cushy modern Western lifestyle. I mean, you know, you can never leave your house and get everything delivered, you know, you can get, yep. you know, and, and so when, I think it's actually harder for us in our current lifestyle for most people to, to, to fathom this, right. Because everything's kind of like the touch of a button, you know, Amazon prime and, you know, getting your groceries delivered. And I think unfortunately, like could the COVID situation enabled people to do that even more where like, right. I mean, they're going to go for weeks and never leave the house, because because they were afraid to do so. And, you know, there was some you know, some warranted, you know, situations, but largely I think, you know, we have to build ourselves out of those bad habits, you know, especially when life is telling you, oh, just stay at home, you know, don't right. go outside, you know? So it's like these things, it's like, well, I, I understand that, you know, we're dealing with a pandemic, but, you know, you still have to, you know, go outside and get some vitamin D and, you know, and I think a lot of people, you know, gain the COVID 30 and, you know, you see all these right. like memes and stuff and it's like, man, the last thing you want to do in a pandemic is, you know, become more sedentary and not get, you know, natural sunlight and things that, you know, make you more susceptible to it. So it's it's kind of a hard thing to juggle. So,
1: yeah, it's awesome information. And, you know, th- from the folks I've talked to, I will tell you that the pandemic has again, it boiled down to preparing, taking action and building habits, because I know a lot of people that got stronger, sure. improve their health Learn more skills, did all kinds of positive things during the pandemic because they decided, well, I can't do some of the things I normally would have done, so I'm just going to invest in myself uh, individually, and they did, and I I think that's – this has been a great reminder.
0: Um, Yeah, this whole past year plus now – it's been a great reminder that there, there's a lot of crossroads in life. And I mean, you could, you know, decide, hey, I'm going to double down and, you know, use the maybe extra time at home I have to focus on my health and focus on my relationships. So for a lot of people, it was a blessing in disguise because they spent so much more time with their kids and, you know, other family members that normally they'd be traveling for work or the kids would be playing more sports and not get a chance to do it. So there's always a silver lining if you're you know willing to look for it. So.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Great topic, Chris.
0: Yeah, I think the last thing uh, before we it kind of related to some of our Stoic philosophy and, you know, to this topic is a, another a quote I came across this past week. And as he often does, Epictetus uh, put it well and succinctly is saying it's impossible for a person to begin to learn what he thinks he already knows. And I think, you know, this topic was a, a good reminder of like, hey, you know, we need to invest in ourselves and, you know, broaden our you know skill set because we never know when uh, we're going to be called upon to mentally or physically uh, be our best self. So uh, with that, I think that's all I got for tonight.
1: Awesome. Sounds great. And if this, was in, if this was insightful for you, I welcome anyone to share this episode uh, by the podcast you know app that you're using, whether that be iTunes, Stitcher. Um, and, and certainly, if you want to interact with us or share things that you've read of, of interest, check in with us at the Future Focus Health Network under the WFO Life podcast um, tribe, and we'd love to interact with you there. Chris, have a Thank good you. afternoon. Thanks, Doc.